irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. Sapphire Planet. The horse, Equus ferris cabalis, is one of two living subspecies of Equus ferris. It is an odd-toed ungulate mammal belonging to the taxonomic family Equidinidae. The horse has evolved over the past 45 to 55 million years from a small, multi-toed creature into a large, single-toed animal of today. Humans began to domesticate horses around 4000 B.C., and their domestication is believed to have been widespread by 3000 BC. Horses in the subspecies Cabalus are domesticated, although some domesticated populations live in the wild as feral horses. These feral populations are not true wild horses, as this term is used to describe horses that have never been domesticated, such as the endangered Przewalski's horse, a separate subspecies, and the only remaining true wild horse in the world. There is an extensive specialized vocabulary used to describe equine-related concepts, covering everything from anatomy to life stages, size, colors, markings, breeds, locomotion, and behavior. Horses' anatomy enables them to make use of speed to escape predators, and they have a well-developed sense of balance and a strong fight-or-flight response. 
related to this need to flee from predators in the wild is an unusual trait. Horses are able to sleep both standing up and lying down. Female horses, called mares, carry their young for approximately 11 months, and a young horse, called a foal, can stand and run shortly following birth. Most domesticated horses begin draining under saddle or in harness between the ages of two and four. They reach full adult development by age five and have an average lifespan of between 25 and 30 years. Horse breeds are loosely divided into three categories based on general temperament. There are spirited hot bloods with speed and endurance, cold bloods such as draft horses and some ponies, suitable for slow, heavy work, and warm bloods, developed for crosses between hot bloods and cold bloods, often focusing on creating breeds for specific riding purposes, particularly in Europe. There are more than 300 breeds of horses in the world today, developed for many different uses. Horses and humans interact in a wide variety of sport competitions and non-competitive recreational pursuits, as well as in working activities such as police work, agriculture, entertainment, and therapy. Horses were historically used in warfare, from which a wide variety of riding and driving techniques developed, using many different styles of equipment and methods of control. Many products are derived from horses, including meat, milk, hide, hair, bone, and pharmaceutical extracted from the urine of pregnant mares. Humans provide domesticated horses with food, water, and shelter, as well as attention from specialists such as veterinarians and farriers. Depending on the breed, management, and environment, the modern domesticated horse has a life expectancy of 25 to 30 years. Uncommonly, a few animals live into their 40s and, occasionally, beyond that. The oldest verifiable record was Old Billy, a 19th century horse that lived to the age of 62. In modern times, Sugar Puff, who has been listed in the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's oldest living pony, died in 2007 at age 56. Regardless of a horse or pony's actual birth date, For most competition purposes, a year is added to its age each January 1st of each year in the Northern Hemisphere, and each August 1st in the Southern Hemisphere. 
The exception is in endurance riding, where the minimum age to compete is based on the animal's actual calendar age. The following terminology is used to describe horses of various ages. First, we start with a colt. That is a male horse under the age of four. A common terminology era is to call any young horse a colt when the term is actually only refers to young male horses. So a young male horse under four is a colt. A filly is a female horse under the age of four. So you have a colt, which is a male, and a filly, which is a female, both under the age of four. A foal is a horse of either sex less than one year old. A nursing foal is sometimes called a suckling, and a foal that has been weaned is called a weanling. Most domesticated foals are weaned at five to seven months of age, although some foals can be weaned at four months with no adverse physical effects. A gelding, a castrated male horse of any age, a mare, a female horse four years old and older, and a stallion, a non-castrated male horse four years old and older. The term horse is sometimes used colloquially to refer specifically to a stallion. And finally, there is the yearling, a horse of either sex that is between one and two years old. In horse racing, these definitions may differ. For example, in the British Isles, thoroughbred horse racing defines colts and fillies as less than five years old, as opposed to four-year-olds in the United States. However, Australian thoroughbred racing defines colts and fillies as less than four years old. The height of horses is usually measured at the highest point of the withers. The withers is where the neck meets the back. This point is used because it is a stable point of the anatomy, unlike the head or neck, which moves up and down in relation to the body of the horse. In English-speaking countries, the height of the horse is stated in units of hands and inches. One hand is equal to four inches, or 101 millimeters. The height is expressed as a number of full hands, followed by a point, a decimal point, then the number of additional inches, and ending with the abbreviation H or HH, standing for hands high. Thus, a horse described as 15.2 H is 15 hands plus 2 inches for a total of 62 inches in height. The size of horses varies by breed, but is also influenced by nutrition. 
light riding horses usually range in height from 14 to 16 hands, which is 56 to 64 inches, and can weigh from 380 to 550 kilograms, or 840 to 1,200 pounds. Larger riding horses usually start about 15.2 hands and often are as tall as 17 hands, weighing from 500 to 600 kilograms or 1,100 to 1,300 pounds. Heavy or draft horses are usually at least 16 hands high and can be as tall as 18 hands high. They can weigh from about 700 to 1,000 kilograms or 1,500 to 2,200 pounds. Don't forget, 2,200 pounds is one ton. The largest horse in recorded history was probably a Shire horse named Mammoth, who was born in 1848. He stood a whopping 21.2 hands which translates into 86.5 inches or 220 centimeters high and his peak weight was estimated at 1,500 kilograms or 3,300 pounds. That is a lot of horse. The current record holder for the world's smallest horse is Thumbelina. Thumbelina is a fully mature miniature horse affected by dwarfism. She is 17 inches or 43 centimeters tall and weighs 57 pounds or 26 kilograms. Ponies. Ponies are taxonomically the same animals as horses. The distinction between a horse and a pony is commonly drawn on the basis of height, especially for competition purposes. However, height alone is not dispositive. The difference between horses and ponies may also include aspects of phenotype, including conformation and temperament. The traditional standard for height of a horse or pony at maturity is 14.2 hands. An animal 14.2 hands or over is usually considered to be a horse, and one less than 14.2 hands a pony. But there are many exceptions to the traditional standard. In Australia, ponies are considered to be those under 14 hands. For competition in the Western Division of the United States Equestrian Federation, the cutoff is 14.1 hands. The International Federation for Equestrian Sport, the world's governing body for horse sport, uses metric measurements and defines a pony as being any horse measuring less than 148 centimeters or 58.27 inches at the withers without shoes. This is just over 14.2 hands.
Height is not the sole criteria for distinguishing horses from ponies. Breed registrations for horses that typically produce individuals both under and over 14.2 hands consider all animals of that breed to be horses, regardless of their height. Conversely, some pony breeds may have features in common with horses, and individual animals may occasionally mature at over 14.2 hands, but are still considered to be ponies. Ponies often exhibit thicker manes, tails, and overall coats. They also have proportionally shorter legs, wider barrels, heavier bone, shorter and thicker necks, and short heads with broad foreheads. They may have calmer temperaments than horses, and also a high level of equine intelligence that may or may not be used to cooperate with human handlers. Huh, interesting. Small size by itself is not an exclusive determinant. For example, the Shetland pony, which averages 10 hands, is considered a pony. Conversely, breeds as such as the Falabella and other miniature horses, which can be no taller than 30 inches, are classified by their registries as very small horses, but not ponies. Horses have 64 chromosomes. The horse genome was sequenced in 2007. It contains 2.7 billion DNA base pairs, which is larger than a dog genome, but smaller than the human genome or the bivone genome of cows. Horses exhibit exhibit a diverse array of coat colors and distinct markings, described by a specialized vocabulary. Often a horse is classified first by its coat color, before breed or sex. Horses of the same color may be distinguished from one another by white markings, which along with various spotting patterns are inherited separately from coat color. Many genes that create horse coat colors and patterns have been identified. Current genetic tests can identify at least 13 different alleles influencing coat color. And research continues to discover new genes linked to specific traits. The basic coat color of chestnut and black are determined by the gene controlled by the melacorintin 1 receptor, also known as the extension gene or red factor, as it is a recessive form of red or chestnut and is a dominate form is black. Additional genes control suppression of black colors to point coloration that results in a bay spotting pattern such as pinto or leopard, diluting genes such as palomino or dun, as well as graying, and all the other factors that create the many possible coat colors found in horses. Horses which have a white coat color are often mislabeled. 
a horse that looks white is usually a middle-aged or older gray. Grays are born a darker shade and get lighter as they age, but usually keep black skin underneath their white hair coat. With the extension exception of pink skin under their white markings on their coat. The only horse properly called white are born with a predominantly white hair coat and pink skin, a fairly rare occurrence. Different and unrelated genetic factors can produce white coat colors in horses, including several different alleles of dominant white and the Sabino 1 gene. However, there are no albino horses defined as having both pink skin and pink eyes. Horse Reproduction Gestation lasts approximately 340 days, with an average range of 320 to 370 days, and usually results in just one foal. Twins are very rare. Horses are precocial species, and foals are capable of standing and running within a short time following birth. The foals are usually born in the spring. The estuous cycle of a mare occurs roughly every 19 to 22 days and occurs from early spring into autumn. Most mares enter an anestrous period during the winter and thus do not cycle in this period. Foals are generally weaned from their mothers between four and six months of age. Horses, particularly colts, sometimes are physically capable of reproduction at about 18 months, but domesticated horses are rarely allowed to breed before the age of three, especially the females. Horses four years old are considered mature, although the skeleton normally continues to develop until the age of six. Maturation also depends on the horse's size, breed, sex, and quality of care. Larger horses have larger bones. Therefore, not only do the bones take longer to form bone tissue, but the epiphyseal plates are larger and take longer to convert from cartilage to bone. These plates convert after other parts of the bone and are crucial to development. Depending on maturity, breed, and work expected, horses are usually put under saddle and trained to be ridden between the ages of two and four. Although thoroughbred racehorses are put on the track as young as the age of two in some countries, horses specifically bred for sports, such as dressage, are generally not put under saddle until they are three or four years old because their bones and muscles are not solidly developed. For endurance riding competitions, horses are not deemed mature enough to compete until they are a full 60 calendar months old, 
otherwise five years old, from the date of their birth. The horse skeletal averages about 205 bones. A significant difference between the horse skeleton and that of a human is the lack of a collarbone. The the horse's forelimbs are attached to the spinal column by a powerful set of muscles, tendons, and ligaments that attach the shoulder blade to the torso. The horse's legs and hooves are also unique structures. Their leg bones are proportioned differently from those of a human. For example, the body that is body part that is called a horse's knee is actually made up of the carpal bone that corresponds to the human wrist. Similarly, the hock contains bones equivalent to those in the human ankle and heel. The lower leg bones of a horse correspond to the bones of a human's hand or foot, and the fetlock, incorrectly called the ankle, is actually the proximal sesamoid bones between the cannon bones, a single equivalent to the human metacarpal or metatarsal bones, and the proximal phalanges, located where one finds the knuckle of a human. A horse also has no muscle in its leg below the knee and hocks, only skin, hair, bone, tendons, ligament, cartilage, and the assorted specialized tissue that make up the hoof. The hoof. The critical importance of the feet and legs is summed up by the traditional adage, no foot, no horse. The horse hoof begins with the distal phalanges, the equivalent of the human fingertip or tip of the toe, surrounded by cartilage and other specialized blood-rich soft tissues, such as the laminae. The exterior hoof wall and horn of the sole is made up of keratin, the same material as human fingernail. The end result is that a horse weighing on the average of 500 kilograms or 1,100 pounds travels on the same bones as would a human on tiptoe. Amazing. For the protection of the hoof under certain conditions, some horses have horseshoes placed on their feet by professional farriers. The hoof continually grows, and in most domesticated horses, needs to be trimmed and horseshoes reset if used every five to eight weeks. Although the hooves of a horse in the wild wear down and regrow regrow at a rate suitable for their terrain, so they do not need, if they're a wild horse, they do not need to have their hooves clipped. Horses are adapted to grazing. An adult horse, there are 12 incisors at the front of the mouth, adapted to biting off the grass or other vegetation. There are 24 teeth adapted for chewing the premolars and the molars at the back of the mouth. Stallions and geldings have four additional teeth 
just behind the incisors. A type of canine teeth called tushes. Some horses, both male and female, will also develop one to four very small vestigial teeth in front of the molars, known as wolf teeth, which are generally removed because they can interfere with the bit. There is an empty interdental space between the incisors and the molars where the bit rests directly on the gums or bars of the horse's mouth when the horse is bridled. An estimate of a horse's age can be made by looking at its teeth. The teeth continue to erupt throughout life and are worn down by grazing. Therefore, the incisors show change as the horse's age. They develop a distinct wear pattern, changes in tooth shape, and changes in the angle at which the chewing surfaces meet. This allows a very rough estimate of the horse's age, although diet and veterinary care can also affect the rate of tooth care. Horses are herbivores with a digestive system adapted to forage a diet of grasses and other plant material consumed steadily throughout the day. Therefore, compared to humans, they have a relatively small stomach, but very long intestines to facilitate a steady flow of nutrients. A 450-kilogram or 1,000-pound horse will eat 7 to 11 kilograms or 15 to 25 pounds of food per day and, under normal use, drink 38 to 45 liters or 10 to 12 gallons of water. Horses are not ruminants, so they only have one stomach like humans. But, unlike humans, they can digest cellulose a major component of grass. Cellulose digestion occurs in the cecum or water gut, which food goes through before breaking and reaching the large intestine. Horses cannot vomit, so digestion problems can quickly cause colic, a leading cause of death. The horse's senses are based on their status as prey animals, where they must be aware of their surroundings at all times. They have the largest eyes of any land mammal and are latrial-eyed, meaning that their eyes are positioned on their sides of their heads. This means that horses have the range of vision of more than 350 degrees with approximately 65% of this being binocular vision and the remaining 285 degrees monocular vision. That is truly amazing. Horses have excellent day and night vision, but they have two-color or diochromatic vision. Their color vision is somewhat like red-green blindness in humans, where certain colors, especially red and related colors, appear as a shade of green. 
Their sense of smell, while much better than that of humans, is not quite as good as that of a dog. It is believed to play a key role in the social interactions of horses, as well as detecting other key scents in the environment. Horses have two olfactory centers. The first system is in the nostrils and nasal cavity, which analyze a wide range of odors. The second, located under the nasal cavity, are the vomeronasal organs, calls also called the Jacobson organ. They, these have a separate nerve pathway to the brain and appear to primarily analyze pheromones. A horse's hearing is good, and the pinna of each ear can rotate up to 180 degrees, giving the potential for 360-degree hearing without having to move his head. Wow. Noise impacts the behavior of horses, and certain kinds of noise may contribute to stress. A 2013 study in the United Kingdom indicated that stabled horses were calmest in a quiet setting or if listening to country or classical music, but displayed signs of nervousness when listening to jazz or rock music. The study also recommended keeping music under a volume of 21 decibels. An Australian study found that stabled racehorses listening to talk radio had a higher rate of gastric ulcers than horses listening to music. And racehorses stabled where a radio was played had a higher overall rate of ulceration than horses stabled where there were no radio playing. Hopefully, this doesn't affect humans the same way or I'd be out of business. Horses have a great sense of balance, due partly to their ability to feel their footing and partly to a highly developed preoperception, the unconscious sense of where their body and limbs are at all time. A horse sense of touch is well developed, the most sensitive areas are around the eyes, ears, and nose. Horses are able to sense contact as subtle as an insect, insect landing anywhere on their body. Horses have an advanced sense of taste, which allows them to sort through fodder and to choose what they would like most to eat and their prehensile lips can easily sort even small grains. Horses generally will not eat poisonous plants. However, there are exceptions. Horses will occasionally eat toxic amounts of poisonous plants even when, they're adequate, when there is adequate healthy food. There is no known reason why this occurs. Movement. All horses move naturally with four basic gates, 
The four-beat walk, which averages 6.4 kilometers per hour, or four miles per hour. The two-beat trot or jog at 13 to 19 kilometers per hour, which is 8 to 12 miles per hour. It's faster for harness racing horses. The canter or lope, a three-beat gait that is 19 to 24 kilometers per hour, or 12 to 15 miles per hour. And the gallop. The gallop averages 40 to 48 kilometers per hour, or 25 to 30 miles per hour. But the world record for a horse galloping over a short sprint distance is an amazing 88 kilometers per hour, or 55 miles per hour. Besides these basic gates, some horses perform a two-beat pace instead of the trot. There are also several four-beat ambling gates that are approximately the speed of a trot or pace, though smoother to the ride. These include the lateral rack, running walt, and tolt, as well as the diagonal foxtrot. Ambling gates are often genetic in some breeds, known collectively as gated horses. Often gated horses replace the trot with one of the ambling gates. Horses are prey animals with a strong fight-or-flight response. Their first reaction to threat is to startle and usually flee. And although they will stand their ground and defend themselves when flight is impossible, or if they're young or threatened, they also tend to be curious. When startled, they will often hesitate an instant to ascertain the cause of their fright, and may not always flee for something that they perceive as non-threatening. Most light horse-riding breeds were developed for speed, agility, alertness, endurance, natural qualities that extend from their wild ancestors. However, through selective breeding, some breeds of horses are quite docile, particularly certain draft horses. Horses are herd animals with a clear hierarchy of rank. Led by a dominant individual, usually a mare, they are also social creatures that are able to form companionship attachments to their own species and to other animals, including humans. They communicate in various ways, including vocalizations, such as nickering or whinnying, mutual grooming, and body language. Many horses will become difficult to manage if they are isolated, but with training, horses can learn to accept a human as a companion and thus be comfortable away from other horses. However, when confined with insufficient companionship, exercise, or stimulation, individuals may develop stable vices, an assortment of bad habits, mostly stereotypes of psychological origin, that include wood chewing, wall kicking, weaving, which is rocking back and forth, and other, other psychological problems.
studies have indicated that horses perform a number of cognitive tasks on a daily basis, meeting mental challenges that include food procurement and identification of individuals within a social system. They also have good spatial discrimination abilities. Studies have assessed equine intelligence in areas such as problem solving, speed of learning, and memory. Horses excel at simple learning, but are also able to use more advanced cognitive abilities that involve characterization and concept learning. They can learn using habituation, desensitization, classical conditioning, and operant conditioning, and positive and negative reinforcement. One study has indicated that horses can differentiate between more or less if the quantity involved is less than four. Interesting. Domesticated horses may face greater mental challenges than wild horses because they live in an artificial environments that prevent instinctive behavior whilst also learning tasks that are not natural. Horses are animals of habit that respond well to regimentation and respond best when the same routines and techniques are used consistently. Some trainers believe that intelligent horses are reflections of intelligent trainers who effectively use response conditioning techniques and positive reinforcement to train in a style that best fits with the individual animal's natural inclinations. Temperament. Horses are mammals, and are such are warm-blooded or endothermic creatures, as opposed to cold-blooded or poikilothermic animals. However, these words have developed a separate meaning in the context of equine terminology, used to describe temperament, not body temperature. For example, the hot bloods, such as many racehorses, exhibit more sensitivity and energy while the cold bloods, such as most draft breeds, are quieter and calmer. Sometimes hot bloods are classified as light horses or riding horses, with the cold bloods classified as draft horses or work horses. Hot blooded breeds include oriental horses such as the Akal Tiki, Arabian horse, Barb, and the now instinct Turkoman horse, as well as the thoroughbred a breed developed in England from the older Oriental breeds. Hot blood tends to be spirited, bold, and learn quickly. They are bred for agility and speed. They tend to be physically refined, thin-skinned, slim, and long-legged. The original Oriental breeds were brought to Europe from the Middle East and North Africa when European breeders wished to infuse these traits into racing and light cavalry horses. Muscular, heavy draft horses are known as cold bloods, and they are bred not only for strength, but also to have the calm, patient temperament needed to pull a plow or a heavy carriage full of people. They are sometimes nicknamed gentle giants. Well-known draft breeds include the Belgian and the Clydesdale. Some, like the Percheron, are lighter and livelier, and developed to pull carriages or plow large fields in drier climates. Others, such as the Shire, are slower and more powerful, 
bred to plow fields with heavy, clay-based soils. The cold-blooded group also includes some pony breeds. Warm-blood breeds such as the Trankener or Honevrian developed when European carriage and war horses were crossed with Arabians or thoroughbreds, producing riding horses with more refinement than a draft horse, but greater size and milder temperament than a lighter breed. Certain pony breeds with warm-blooded characteristics have been developed for smaller riders. Warm-bloods are considered a light horse or riding horse. Today, the term warm-blood refers to a specific subset of sport horse breeds that are used for competition in dressage and show jumping. Strictly speaking, the term warm-blood refers to any cross between cold-blooded and hot-blooded breeds. Examples include breeds such as the Irish Droft and the Cleveland Bay. The term was once used to refer to breeds of light riding horses other than the thoroughbreds or the Arabians, such as the Morgan horse. Horses are able to sleep both standing up and lying down. In any adaptation from life in the wild, horses are able to enter light sleep by using a stay apparatus in their legs, allowing them to doze without collapsing. Horses sleep better when in a group because some animals will be asleep while others stand guard to watch for predators. A horse kept alone will not sleep well because its instincts are to keep a constant eye out for danger. Unlike humans, horses do not sleep in a solid, unbroken period of time, but take many short periods of rests. Horses spend 4 to 15 hours a day in standing rest, and from a few minutes to several hours lying down. Total sleep time in a 24-hour period may range from several minutes to a couple of hours, mostly in short intervals of about 15 minutes each. The average sleep time of a domestic horse is said to be 2.9 hours per day. Horses must lie down to reach REM sleep. They only have to lie down for an hour or two every few days to meet their minimum REM sleep requirements. However, if a horse is never allowed to lie down, after several days it will become sleep deprived and in rare cases may suddenly collapse as it involuntarily slips involuntary slips into REM sleep while standing. This condition differs from narcolepsy, although horses may also suffer from narcolepsy. The horse adapted to survive in areas of wide open terrain with sparse vegetation, surviving in ecosystems where other large grazing animals, especially ruminants, could not. Horses and other equids are odd-toed ungulates of the order 
Parasodactylia, a group of mammals that was dominant during the Tertiary period. In this, the past, this order contained 14 families, but only three, Equidae, the horse and related species, the tapir, and the rhinoceros have survived to the present day. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.